0: Guess who thinks it's a good idea to grow human hair on a laboratory rat? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Now, in all honesty, I had to say that slowly and distinctly to make sure you heard what I, what I just said. Who do you think is the guy behind some some strange experiments? I mean, some really strange stuff. It almost brings back the Dr. Mengele of, you know, World War II fame. Ran across a story the other day, and I thought, well, I'm gonna share it. It's not I'm not gonna spend a whole time, a lot of time with it, but it does give you an idea of some of the issues we're facing today. Good old Dr. Anthony Fauci's agency, the National Institute of allergy and infectious diseases. Remember, Dr. Fauci is the highest paid employee in our federal government today, making more than the president anybody. He be the highest paid. And he spent some of your taxpayer money on a few projects. We're seeing that federal records are saying that somewhere in the neighborhood of over $400,000 was spent on experiments Now listen carefully. I'm not kidding you about this one. Of grafting the scalps of aborted fetuses onto living mice and rats. Let me say that again in case you didn't hear it. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the father of the Wuhan virus. Yes, he's the father of that. We'll explain again in a moment. Spent like $400,000 on experiments where they're grafting the scalps of aborted fetuses onto living mice and rats. This comes from federal records that the NIAID supported the project during 2018 and 2019. And this research came out, you can find it, during a Pennsylvania state legislative hearing on fetal experimentation. The research was published last year without any publicity. And therefore, you know, the rate, no one really paid attention. Until it kind of crept out and some in the pro-life camp noticed. I mean, the mainstream media would never have messed with this because it looks bad, you know. In that hearing, a pro-life activist criticized the scientist whom he described as scalping five-month-old aborted babies and grafting their scalps onto the backs of lab rats. There's a guy named David uh, Dale who became famous for his series of undercover videos with Planned Parenthood discussing the selling of of aborted uh, fetal parts. Remember, Dr. Fauci is basically the father of all this GAIN research stuff that was done that created this pandemic and gave us COVID-19 from SARS-CoV-2. And, and here's a man, like I say, these are like Mengele-like experiments. And it doesn't surprise me that a guy like doc, Dr. Fauci and his agency would be complicit in something along this line. Very disturbing. Gain-of-function studies. We talked about it a little bit last week. I'm not going to get into it so much right now. i got a lot I really want to share today in the program. But I just wanted to share a few headlines just to kind of tell you what's going on in the world today. And sometimes the stuff you miss that doesn't make all the news. You know, China is also conducting various secret human-styled animal hybrid experiments creating superviruses, human-monkey hybrids, human head transplants on monkeys and pigs, and they're doing some all, all kind of weird stuff. And if you ever, when you think about it, go back to Nazi Germany and some of the horrific medical experiments done in the name of that satanic regime. Are we doing the same thing all over again? Is there something about this virus and these gain-of-function studies to create uh, basically bioweapons and then your own vaccines? This is, this is basically biological terror research that was done that somehow got released on the general public, and we've paid the price because of these Nazis that were playing with this stuff for the last, oh I don't know how long, <laughs> 15 months, 14 months? quite a while and we are we we have to pay these prices we can't we have to lock down we have to lose our business we have to social distance we have to wear a face mask we have to not go to church we have to do all kind of things learn online got a story about that too All these things because you have evil people like Dr. Fauci playing gain-of-function studies with a virus. It became illegal to do that in the United States in 2014. That's why millions of dollars of American taxpayer money and a virus ended up in China, where it escaped, whether by design or whether by accident is not even the question. It came from China And the guy in charge of telling you everything you need to do, like wearing two or three masks and doing this, taking the vaccine. It is this same criminal doctor by the name of Fauci, the fraud. It's up to his eyeballs in dealing with the Chinese. And he's the spokesman. And we're supposed to listen to him. I hope I'm getting through to you about my concerns regarding all of this. When it comes to the pandemic, my friends, you and I have been taken for a ride. And it has cost our economy. The mainstream media has beaten this over our heads. We have been locked down, shut down, and, and basically put into submission and fear. And now the next thing will happen is shaming. You've got to take this concoction vaccine, which is an mRNA and your body's going to start making all kinds of spike proteins from an artificial stimuli. And we don't know the long-range effect on you or even those around you because you took the vaccine. We do know one thing that's coming out, and I'm sure many of you have read this. I'm not going to give you any big detail. Easy to find. But there are a lot of people that are getting deeply concerned I mean, really concerned about how this strange concoction may affect human reproduction. There is a doctor that put a video out, and I did a little bit of background research to make sure, yes, he is the real deal. He is a real doctor with a real practice, has been around a long time, highly reviewed, -reviewed, well-reviewed, well-liked, well-respected, Of course, if you go against the the narrative and norm now, you will be classified as some kind of a quack. But let's be honest, he's not. There are thousands upon thousands of doctors that have spoke out publicly about some of the nonsense they've seen over this past year. They're immediately, well, alternative medicine person, you know, outside of the mainstream, the normal stuff. A lot of people have pointed out a lot of things over the past year. And I go back, and I I was smart enough to save some of the videos that end up disappearing off YouTube because YouTube decides that they are the new Nazi minister of truth. And if you don't abide by their truth, they will shut you down, embarrass you, or deplatform you, or suspend you, or anything else. Same is true with Fascist Book, also known as Facebook. Twitter, it's a mindless place these days, dominated by mindless people with no moral character. That's, that's who pretty much dominates Twitter today. If you don't speak the company line, they're going to shut you down. You, you just have to learn that. So here we are today if you're a doctor and you go against the, quote, company line, they're going to shut you down and and call you everything, no matter how many years experience you have. This one doctor was saying he was observing something that was happening in his office by his staff being exposed to people that had had the vaccine. That's something about the shedding of spike proteins by these people manufacturing this spike protein that is resemblance of what is part of the COVID, well, the the coronavirus. See, these vaccines are not an attenuated virus. They're they're just an artificial stimuli to give you something similar to the spike protein that your body will fight. But you're constantly shedding these spike proteins. And it seems to be affecting some women, in a negative way. It is interfering with their menstrual cycle. It is potentially interfering with their ability to carry and have children. So I don't know what the long-term effect going to be on population. I know that the same people that push the vaccines are the same ones that say, we're overpopulated, we need to get rid of population. And don't forget, it was Bill Gates himself who once stated out of his own mouth, we can use vaccines to depopulate the world. So just remember that. A couple of other stories that I want to share here. Uh, this one, I don't know how to re- respond to. And and I'm concerned about this one. We, we've, we've heard about the joke about fake meat. We you know we need to get rid of all the cows because cows uh, basically pass gas and then we're going to destroy the O's. We're going to destroy some layer and we're all going to be Dying of carbon dioxide or something. And so we have to get rid of mankind and we got to get rid of cows. We got to go back. Who's going to be left? Except the elite, but they're going to need servants and a food source. But here's something I read The road to making it impossible for children to have access to fresh, nutritious, whole foods at school has been launched with the help of the USDA's Food and Nutrition Service, which just issued child nutrition labels to plant-based meats so they can be included as a part of the federal school lunch program. Fake Meat Producer, this is a company by the by the name of Impossible Foods, It's the company that managed to get a foot in the door for its ultra-processed products, And they have pilot projects now in California, Washington State, and Oklahoma, of all places. I'm having a hard time thinking Oklahoma for a plant-based or artificial meat. But participating schools will feature impossible food, plant-based meats in dishes, including impossible street tacos, impossible Frito pie, and spaghetti with impossible meat sauce. Now, Food Navigator USA, they reported uh, to Annie up uh, for the schools, willing to try them out. Impossible Foods, ready for this, is giving these schools the meat or the fake meat for free. Their, their goal is to, is for taking over the school breakfast and lunch programs to displace. This is what they want to do. This is what the company's goal is. The company's goal is to displace at minimum half of the ground beef kids eat in school, thus cutting back on water and land and greenhouse gases. In other words, we're getting into the climate change phony and fake narrative all over again. Yeah, I remember all the things that I I don't forget. I'm, I'm like the elephant that doesn't forget a lot of this stuff. I keep remembering there was a day. There was a time when we were told the Earth would freeze over. Then we were going to you know, burn up. We were going to have no ice caps. Florida would be underwater. All these horrific predictions made in the mid-1990s, the early 2000s, that were supposed to happen, none of which ever occurred. I can remember 2005 so distinctly, and I, I think I mentioned this the other day to somebody. I'm working as a radio announcer and uh, doing a talk show. And, and I can remember Hurricane Katrina. And everybody said this monster storm caused by man-made global warming was just the prelude of storms to come. We had now unleashed the giant. We had, had stirred the bee's nest and you know, kicked the bear in the, in the shins, whatever. We, we now are going to have these massive, just incredible... Hurricanes, every year, and not just one, mind you. We're going to have the United States will be hit by, oh, multiple monster Katrina-sized hurricanes every year. Never going to stop. We've done it now. You need to be climate compliant immediately. And our kids are being brainwashed in the schools about this. I got a story about that, too, coming up. And so what happened after two thousand five? We had a ten-year hiatus of any hurricane even hitting the United States. And there was no trend upward in strength and, and frequency of these storms. Nothing happened. The prediction, once again, like everyone before it, fell flat on its face and it was an out and out lie. But if you have a kid in the public school, oh, well, you know, your your parents are causing climate change. They're killing they're just killing all these critters out there. And the world you know, can't sustain too many more people than you and your white privilege. We got a story on that one, too, coming up in a minute or two. We we're being we're being herded into group, into simply into groups. Those that are willing to follow the new narrative, and that evil group which I belong to that don't necessarily buy your lies. I don't buy your fake science. I don't buy your fake manipulated data. I don't buy your cherry-picked statements. I don't believe that your vaccine is legitimate and will really do what you say it's going to do. We don't have the studies. We don't have any... Every time Facebook says... Vaccines are safe and effective, and you need to get yours today. Every time I see that, I I mean, who said they're safe and effective? Fauci? The proven liar and fraud? I'm gonna I'm gonna believe him. Or some politician like Biden, who doesn't even know what day it is? I'm gonna believe the rep I'm not gonna believe the reprobate minds on anything, including a vaccine. And yet, people line up in fear, and and they're, they're and you got Facebook wanting to put a little, put a little frame around your face that I've got the vaccine. You get to you get the vaccine too. I saw an interesting article, New York City, where they can now separate you. If you want to sit in a better section of the stadium, you can have the vaccine and and be there with all the vaccinated. And all the lepers and unclean unvaccinated will sit elsewhere. I think I would rather sit among the unvaccinated, then I'm not going to have to worry about strange spike proteins being shed by all my neighbors around me. Here in Florida, I'm doing a little bit of research on how things are going in, in our neck of the woods, in a few of the counties and places that we, we spend a significant amount of time. I look at the dashboards that I have access to of how many people have actually died, how many people are in the hospital, how many are in the ICU, and how many cases there are. Now, cases is always the subjective word. So I'm in an area, when it comes to cases, we got about a million people. We literally have a handful of cases are these people really sick or just tested sick? Are they feeling lousy? Are they recovering? Well, they're not in the hospital. They're not in the ICU, and they're not dying. When, when I'm looking at a three-county area of zero deaths in, the, in a, over the past, I think over the last month, in an area of a million people, I'm only counting a handful, like four, maybe people are considered that died of this, and and maybe they didn't even die of this. They're having a hard time selling the fear in some parts of the world. Now, in some parts of the world where they've been treated like sheep and herded with cattle prods for ages, they're just buying into all this nonsense hook, line, and sinker. And so here we are. It was nice walking into a store. Had a face mask in my pocket just so in case I had someone getting all upset and ready to have you know, a heart attack of fear. But there are a lot of local places that I go to that nobody, including the staff, even dares wear a mask anymore. And nobody's dying. They're not falling down dead like they predicted. We told you that months ago. There's a lot of hype in this. It's not true. Now, I want to get to a topic now, and I've still got a few more things that I do want to share on the program today, and I make, I'll i push it into the second second half hour, this one story, I ran across a couple of them that, that made me think. When I do this radio program, it airs on shortwave radio stations, and, and on this past Thursday and Friday, I spoke about a few ideas I have going forward, like everything from a free direct-to-home satellite. That's not Dish Network. It's not DirecTV. We're talking where you buy a small dish and a small receiver, and you own the whole system something I'm still looking into and I hope to get an answer back in the next several days if it's even possible uh, to put a radio channel up that would feature programs like this like mine Uh, also some hard-to-find Christian music that edifies that, that covers multiple styles and even generations in other words a soundtrack for Christians that are just trying to get through this life so it's on it's on the back of my mind and something made it really evident to me. There are a lot of people that I read. Now, do I agree with everything that somebody shares with me or they write or on their website? Not necessarily. Not until I'm yeah, I, I'm not from Missouri, but you'd think I was, you know, like, show me. There, there's one guy that I follow, and he is my age. He is a actually a little older than I am, maybe by a few months. He, he's a medical doctor with extreme experience. I mean, he's not a quack. He's not a nut job. Uh, He's well-trained. His his schooling, his background, everything about him is just outstanding. His medical practice, the things that he's done, his concern about alternate nutrition. And those are things that are important. We've gone to all this chemically-based garbage food. Look at our kids today. How many kids are obese because they're eating garbage in a box full of nothing but sugars? and carbohydrates how many mothers give their children fat-free milk <laughs> well, that's child abuse my friends you know all the things they need oh we gotta make it fat free we got to give them how many diet Mountain Dews do your kids drink I know of some that are drinking 567 of those things a day diet though oh yeah their diet full of caffeine full of chemicals and the and the parents wonder why why is my child so fat? Why are they so obese? Where did he come from? Well, do- this, some of these doctors will talk about that because we're feeding him garbage. We're feeding him processed garbage. We're feeding him pizza and lots of instant mashed potatoes, ramen noodles and sugar-laden cookies and then diet sodas and fat-free milk. And we wonder, why are my kids getting fat? <laughs> Because you're feeding them garbage that the human body was not designed. Your, your, your child is not a garbage disposal. He's a human being created in the image of God. And you don't feed that stuff to your children, but people are doing it. I noticed that this one doctor, I'm not going to mention his name, uh, has his podcast hosted at the same one of the same places mine is. And somebody wrote a note, and I happened to catch it, whatever happened to this particular doctor's podcast? Well, they got rid of it because they disagreed with his medical assessments like these people into podcast business have real doctors on their staff. And so a voice, a decent podcast voice, was totally silenced out of nowhere because he speaks the truth. Parents, stop feeding your kids garbage. Your kid's not a garbage disposal. Stop feeding them junk soda. Stop feeding them fat-free anything. Stop stuffing them full of margarines. They wonder why our kids are pale and sick and unable to do what kids could do years ago. So this particular platform is called Spotify. And... Where I primarily put up the program, my program, this program, Truth to Ponder, is through a Spotify agency, so to speak, to get it out to other places, which means, yeah, I'm a small-time operator. It may take a while for them to find me and say, uh, Bob, you're no longer welcome here, and and they pull the plug, and, and the entire podcast and its history just disappear. It vanishes like people did in the Soviet Union or in Nazi Germany, or in communist China, where you just vanish. So we need to have better platforms and better ways to communicate. I'm looking into it, and I'm hoping to find others that want to be a part of what I'm trying to put together. And I'd like you to get in touch with me if you have any interest. If you're just tuning in or listening on radio, this program is called Truth to Ponder. And we have a website, truth2ponder.com. You can find out what we're all about. I'm going to be adding some pages. Well, I had a discussion last week with one of my good listeners and friends. Made some suggestions to kind of put maybe for those that have web access, a couple of pages up there. Number one, explaining how shortwave works, how you get the station, what kind of radio you need, depending where you live. What can you get, what times, and how it varies at, at certain times of the year. So I need a I need a tab up there, and I need to write it out and get the material for shortwave. And then start talking about free-to-air satellite and what this possibility may be. And I need to be talking to some people about self-hosting of podcast and radio programs where I'm not dealing with a third party that can decide if they're going to keep your plug active or pull your plug. There's a lot on our plate these days. And when I see somebody do like I say, would I do everything that some of these doctors recommend? Not really. Most of it, yeah, probably it all makes sense. It's all logical. There's nothing nothing strange about anything. Gee, what can be strange about eating quality foods not full of garbage junk and chemicals? But that's what got this guy knocked off, and also challenging some of the the thinking about COVID nineteen. Yeah, he challenges some of the thought process on, on on the vaccines, how they came to be, and also has shared the years of studies on certain. Uncertain, inexpensive drugs that have been around for anywhere between 40 and 100 years that have been proven effective. But suddenly, in the face of getting everybody vaccinated, everybody changes their mind and their narrative. And magically, these same wonder treatments that worked before, well, they're dangerous. You cannot have them. So you you see where I'm at in, in trying to do this program. I'm going to cry. I know that at some point it's inevitable. I'm going to say something, somebody's going to hear it, somebody's going to start a campaign and I'll disappear. I know of a doctor that recently pulled down a lot of stuff from his public website about COVID-19 and he said he didn't do it because of the stuff being inaccurate, but of the personal threats coming to he and his family. Yeah. The Nazis out there, and they are Nazis, and they are they are definitely the stormtroopers, they'll threaten you bodily harm or damage if you don't comply. We're living with basically stormtroopers running around with purple hair and, and body piercings. Yeah, that's what they are. They're the Gestapo with purple hair and body piercings, like little armies screaming and cursing at people they don't agree with and demanding that you be silenced. This is is Mao Zedong's cultural revolution all over again. Young people out there threatening to kill, burn, loot, and destroy if you don't submit to the authority of the dear leader. Brainwashing. Got a story about that, too, coming up. I'm going to take a break here in just a moment. And I've, I've got some more of these news stories I really do want to share. And I've got several things and I've I, I put together. I'm already kind of behind, but it's, it's okay. That's okay. I want to thank a number of you for the letters you've been sending of late, uh, the emails. Funny, sometimes I get a lot of emails. Sometimes it goes dry for several days and then a bunch of notes come in. But I would love to hear from you, just your thoughts, suggestions, and ideas. And you can contact me through the website, which is truth2ponder.com. truth2ponder.com If you want to send me an email directly, which nobody else sees but me, it is bob at truth2ponder.com. That's bob at truth2ponder.com. If you want to support this ministry financially, and you can do it, we would appreciate it. We pay for the radio airtime. You can simply make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. And send it to 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane. And we are in Sky Valley, two words, Sky Valley, Georgia. And the zip code is 30537. 30537. We'll take a break, then we're going to get back to some other news you may have missed, but you really need to hear. Trust me, some of these stories you're not going to believe. This
1: is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. The Spirit Covenant, coming up. Shalom alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Khan, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free tape you're going to get or a free gift you're going to get and you're going to be blessed with in a moment. Now, we do the Pentecost or Shavuot mysteries this week. The Spirit of God was given on Pentecost, but you know, it was the Hebrew feast of Shavuot. Pentecost is just the Greek way of saying a Hebrew holy day Shavuot. It was the empowering of the new covenant. And you know what else happened on the same day that the Spirit came? Well, many years before, on the same day, Moses went up to Mount Sinai and received the law, of the old covenant. What a cool thing. On the same day that the law came, the old covenant, came the new covenant, the Spirit. When the law was given, it's recorded that about 3,000 people died. Now, amazing. It says when the Spirit was given, it's recorded about 3,000, the exact same phrase, received eternal life. The letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Amazing thing. The fact that it will all happen on the same day is a testimony that Jeremiah 31 is fulfilled, where it says that the time's coming, I'll make a new covenant, not like the old, but I'll write the law on their heart. See, the new covenant's about the inside. And even as believers, we tend to live on the outside, on regulations and laws, and we do this, and we have to do this, but we got to get away from the outside things into the eternal thing. In other words, not just the law of righteousness, but get into the spirit of righteousness, the heart of righteousness, from the the law and obligations of love into the spirit of love. There's only one way to fulfill God's righteousness. That's by the spirit of God. Get the heart of God into your heart and you'll live the righteousness of God. The new covenant is the spirit covenant. Live in the spirit and your covenant will always be new. One more? Ask for, well, here we're going to be hidden for 2,000 years, now revealed. Ask for the special gift, the mystery of the temple doors and sapphires guaranteed to bless your socks off. These are completely free. How do you get it? Easy. Just remember Jesus's real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So, to receive your free gift, just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you will be blessed. That's, that's 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me. To bring the salvation of God back to God's ancient nation, Israel. And to all the unreached peoples of the world on five continents. It's amazing. You can actually spread salvation around the world. Blanket the earth on shortwave radio. It's amazing. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Walk in the Spirit, my friend. Peace be to you and Messiah. Or HaOlam, the light of the world.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The need for us to find better ways to communicate, better ways to stay connected, and better ways to educate and raise our children is now paramount. There's so many stories I, I could get to today. I may not even get to all the news stories that I've been kind of collecting over the past week or so that brings all of this into focus. I want to welcome you back to part two of the program, Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. If you're listening on International Shortwave, take the time to let me know if you can. It means a lot, a lot to me. We're on WRMI, also on KVOH. Maybe the time of day and frequency, if you can, and where you live, just roughly speaking. I, I live in Louisiana, and I listen to you at Central Time at whatever. It's a great help to me. You can send an email at bob at truth Bob, at truth2ponder.com. It's becoming totally clear that we as Christians need to de- develop our own our own economy in essence. We need to be less dependent upon the tech tyrants that want to control what you're allowed to think and you're allowed to speak. I mentioned just one individual that I I follow and his podcast is now eliminated from Spotify and mine could too for what I'm telling you. I'm telling you nothing different at times than than these others that mysteriously disappear in the middle of the night. You can't find them anymore because they don't want you to hear that kind of truth. They don't want you to hear what they call a dangerous narrative because it goes against our established truth. I still have a hard time with some of the things we're being told by our governments at all level. And are they I, I have a I'm am I suspicious? Let's just put it this way. I'm not I'm not very trusting anymore. I'm sixty-six. I've watched the things our government has done. And so I'm I'm I i am i do not believe they're always there to help. Politicians on both sides of the aisle have been bitter disappointments over the years. I think you would agree with that. There is a hidden agenda out there, whether we want to admit to it or not. A lot of people would say when I talk about education, for example, is there a hidden agenda in education? You better believe there is. It has been the goal of every despot, dictator, Satanist, whatever to control children. Because if they can control the children, and they have the next generation under their thumb, and actually often doing their bidding. Mao Zedong unleashed millions upon millions of college-age students on the nation. And these students killed people, destroyed things, mocked, shouted, screamed, embarrassed, Older grandparents made a mockery of the things in which they believed. And the same thing is happening in the United States today. Look at some of these college students screaming. I, I, I wish I could share this one audio clip. I mentioned it, I think, Friday. And over the weekend, for those that listen on the weekend, I mentioned about this young girl, probably, you know, 16, 17, her little younger brother, recording her having an interaction with her mother. And I can't play the audio because of all the obscenities and the screams, the hysteria. Because, see, mom is a churchgoer and doesn't believe in abortion. And thus now the daughter is just screaming, you're not my mother anymore. I can't respect you anymore. On top of that, you eat meat, too. So you're really evil. And this all comes out of Where? The public school system. The public school system. and I found this story that's just a classic example, and I'm going to try to read most of it or all of it if I can. There have been a lot of complaints from parents that their children are being indoctrinated. A Missouri school district official is advising under this, you know, you know a lot of parents, if you're like me, you know there's indoctrination going on. You know these teachers are trying to take out the values of home and fill them up with some garbage values. And here's one that, here's some proof of this. A Missouri school district official is advising English teachers to create a fake curriculum and keep the real curriculum hidden and a secret. Now this one is focused on some of this anti-racism activism and, and the idea of white privilege they don't want the parents to know what they're telling your children. Now, the author of the memo, her name is Natalie Follert, and she's the literacy speech coordinator for grades 6 through 12 in the Rockwood School District in Missouri, which serves towns west of the city of St. Louis. Now, those cities tend to be, well, do I dare say it, White. And and she told in a a memo that that got leaked, she told middle and high school teachers, English teachers in the district, that parents had been complaining that we're pushing an agenda, that we're pushing critical race theory, that we're making white kids feel bad about their privilege, we're even stereotyping. Parents are complaining that we're teaching kids to be social activists. We're teaching kids to be democratic thinkers and activists. The controversial curriculum includes what's called Intersectionality 101, a video produced by a very despicable organization, the Poverty, the Southern Poverty Law Center, which at one time, maybe 50 years ago, was legit, but not anymore. They're just a politically woke sewer of indoctrination and false accusations trashing people. I'm sure if they ever heard this program, I'd be on their radar screen. And I really don't care. There's a handout for fifth graders that teaches Michael Brown. This Now, this is from this school, the controversial curriculum. And it shows a handout for fifth graders that teaches Michael Brown, if you remember him, was murdered just steps from his mother's home in Ferguson, Missouri. You remember Michael Brown? Yeah. It says disruption is the new world order. It's the way in which those who are denied power access. The complaints have come as online teaching because of
1: COVID-19. 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 COVID-19.
0: Well, because of those COVID-19 protocols, it's enabled parents to see classroom instruction that's actually going on schools (laughs) for the first time. You know, that online learning stuff that doesn't work that great. I want you to think about this. The assignments are now visible at home to parents because of a learning tool called Canvas. I remember reading about all this in the work that I did in emergency management, and it was concerning to me. So this is what this... (laughs) educator writes, this is from the memo, this doesn't mean throw out the lesson and find a new one. Just pull the resource off canvas so parents cannot see it. Keep teaching. Just don't make everything visible on canvas. Then she has all the gall to say this is not being deceitful. I mean, think about this. We're not being deceitful now. We just don't want parents knowing what we're doing. It's none of their business what we put into the mind of their sons and daughters. And she writes, prior to the pandemic, you didn't need to send anything home or even have it available. You taught in your classroom, and things were just peachy keen, her words. So we're going to go back to the way we did things. In other words, never tell the parents. Just promise that little Johnny and Mary or whatever the name is that, you know, we're we're giving them a good rounded Education, making them good model citizens. Hey, you got school districts in California saying mathematics is racist, so we can't have advanced mathematics. We can't have seniors taking calculus anymore, me. You know, that, that's racist. She advises duplicate an entry lesson in Canvas, making two copies. Publish one. For the whole class, that is a lean version. In other words, the one you you don't mind being exposed to the light of truth. That's my words, the light of truth. The original that has all the the stuff on it can be published and only assigned to specific students, only if needed, or just emailed to those specific students you can trust with this information. Anything that could be picked apart, I would suggest using this above approach. When you get to power imbalances, you might remove the two examples and just go over to them in class and, and never let the parents know what you're talking about. I mean, th- this is how the educators think. that These kids belong to them, not you. You just take care of them at night and feed them and throw clothes on them, and we take care of the rest. She sent out an email to parents on the 23rd of April this past month, expressing regret for the memo. (laughs) She got caught. No, she's not regretting it. She regrets being caught, declaring to the district views as parents as, oh, parents, you're our allies in the education of our children. Number one, they're not your children's schools. They're the parents' children. They're not our children. They're the parents' children that you're entrusted to educate. See, the whole thinking is the kids belong to the school, not to the parents. The parents are just custodians during holidays, breaks, weekends, and nighttime, and feeding time. Except they want more feeding time now in the school district with fake meat. And so so she wrote, An email was sent to middle and high school English arts teachers from a district-level staff member that suggested teachers hide or alter content visible to parents in our learning management system. This was written by, you know, someone that's a little higher up. We want to assure you that the message was not reviewed or approved by anyone before it was sent. Well, they didn't disagree with it, I I guarantee it. They they just are, are just trying to backpedal, and cover themselves for doing something stupid. Let's put it this way. Asking teachers to conceal anything from parents does not reflect the mission, vision, or the value of the school. Yet that's what they've been doing. And and acknowledge it impacts the trust that many parents have. Well, guess what? If you're a parent, don't trust the public schools. I don't. And it's sad that we let government take over the schools and take it out of the hands of parents in the churches over the past hundred years the district spokesman david morrison told uh, uh, one of the publications in missouri classroom material will continue to be posted online and the district will train educators on how to curate books so teachers are giving students a wide variety of choices yadda yadda yadi. But now you know how many educators think. Now you understand what's going on. I got some other stories I may not get a chance to get to today. But I started this segment talking about ways that we can communicate and stay together. Shortwave radio is one of the most vital tools that we have in our in our toolbox. Because it is, you know, even though a lot of folks, and I understand your concern, Talk about the what ifs could happen, what have you. There are other, you know, there are other ways of getting shortwave into the United States besides domestic broadcast. And and really, I'm going to say something because it's you know, you, unless someone's listening to the podcast and sharing it with the the thought police, which I doubt right now, I'll say this much, and you can take it for what it's worth. When you look at those that are the ones that are trying to scream you down on a college campus, do you think they listen to shortwave? They don't even know what it is. It's not on their iPhone. They, they may have heard of AM FM radio. They might've even heard of a podcast because they can get it on their iPhone, but there are mega thousands of podcasts out there. So, and they're not looking for what I'm I'm having to say, trust me. So I'm in many ways off the radar screen, especially when it comes to this radio broadcast on shortwave and even for an online station if hosted outside of the tech tyrants is going to be around a while because there are lots of online radio voices too it's hard for for everybody to scour every little thing and i also believe that free-to-air satellite is going to be very important to a lot of people and i'm going to be sharing some stuff on the website i've talked about this idea of a Online. I mean, I want to do more than one online station. I've got one little thing. It's called Ancient Word Radio. It's predominantly extremely historic music of the church. But I want to launch another channel as well that encompasses multi-generations of Christian music and style. Some new, some not that new, some really old, some not all that old at all. But all Christ-centered, some based on hymns, some based on just music that edifies the soul, that helps you in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. And that's something I want to build. And I'm beginning to work on the project right now. And it's one of those channels that would be great, not just as an online station, but for those that do not want to use online, but may want to invest into a direct to their home. You know, it's a uh, one-way free-to-air satellite. You own the dish, and you can pick up these signals. They're some Christian TV channels, some that I think are great, some that I think are not so great. There's some Christian audio channels, some that I think are wonderful, some that I don't think are that wonderful. But when you pay for the equipment, you own it. Uh, you don't pay a monthly charge. There's the or, or for most of it, you don't anyway. I would put something up there where there's no monthly charge. You know, I'm not. It's just going to be a radio channel. And what I want to do on every program this week in the second half of the program, I'm going to play like one song to give you some ideas of the kind of music that I'm thinking about playing. And maybe tomorrow I'm going to play a traditional hymn. Today, I'm going to play a song from an artist that was popular back in the 1970s. She's still kind of popular to some people today and kind of a unique song. I've always liked it Maybe you remember it, too. Can you imagine a radio station 24-7 giving you music and message and music just like this?
2: Pioneer Pioneer Keep pressing onward Beyond your fear Only the Father
0: song from many years ago, Honey Tree and Pioneer, kind of the music I'm thinking about launching on a channel. We'll talk about it over the next several days, and and what I'm thinking about trying to do to help keep us connected, it's more than just this radio program, there are so many opportunities that we have, and I don't want to be missing any opportunity. We live in a very perilous time, there's a disdain for life. Life is under threat. Remember, Satan is the one that's trying to steal, destroy, and kill. And I ran across this story. I'm just going to share just a wee bit of it, and I think you need to listen to it. Face it, leftism, progressivism, whatever you want to call it, they're synonymous with death and destruction of humanity. They always have been. The communist in in the Soviet Union, the communist in in China, everywhere, Nazism, they've they've all left a path of millions of people dead. And this assault on human life, well, they try to they try to make it look good, too. There's been rapid, you know, expansive abortion, for example. You know, back in the days of Moloch, when they and Moloch worshiped sacrificing a child, you know, they they killed it, but you had to have people singing and dancing to to cover up the screams of the dying children. Now we have no screams to hear because of technology. Now, this gal's name is Nell Frizzell. And, and she writes this that um, before she got pregnant, she worried feverishly about the strain on the Earth's resources that another Western child would add. The food he would eat, the nappies he wore, the electricity he would use. Before he even started sitting up, my child would have already contributed far more to climate change than his counterpart, let's say, in South Sudan. Notice immediately it's an assault on the Western culture and being white and all that goes with it. I'm also worried what sort of world that I will bring my child into, where maybe we have just 60 harvests left before our overworked soil just gives out and we have no water. Could I really have a baby knowing that by the time he was my father's age, (laughs) he may be living in a dry and barren earth? Okay, here we go again. The climate change nonsense. It's junk science, and now you have this idea that we have to shame people about even thinking about having children. There's no evidence that we cannot continue to produce food and sustain life. There's none of it out there. We we see from the left only one thing hopelessness and fear. And we need to get rid of human beings, especially those that are white and live in the West. And we have our, our teachers in schools promoting this silliness. And we have woke churches that have abandoned the gospel of Jesus Christ and don't even teach the truth any longer. And you have parents that simply didn't bother to bring their kids to church. To begin with, oh, I let my child choose whatever they want to do. Do you let them choose to go to school or the dentist? Mm, I don't think so. We have a lot of work to do. And this week, we're going to share more of these news stories, maybe some some of what you've shared with me and your thoughts. And I'm going to continue on this idea of how we Stayed connected together and communicate. Do you believe in the radio show Truth to Ponder, being on shortwave? Send me a note, an email, a letter. You can write me at 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263, Sky Valley, Georgia. Sky Valley, Georgia, and the zip code is 30537. That's 30537. May God bless you until tomorrow. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth,
1: the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.